You are listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. For more information about our church, please visit www.hopechurchipswich.net. My name's Hannah. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, um, I'm a member here at Hope Church. I've been here for a long time. And this church is really our family. This church is family fast. This is the church that John and I got saved into. Um, This is the church that we've had all of our discipleship at. Um, We love you guys. And so I don't say this lightly. It really is such an honour for me to be here and to speak to you this morning. And as Tom said, we're in a series at the moment called Offering My All. And Tom kicked the series off a couple of weeks ago. He was talking to us from Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. And he was saying that in light of all that God's done for us, our response is that we want to offer everything back to him. We want to offer our whole lives to him in worship. And he said that as we have our minds transformed, we will want to use our time differently. We want to use our time for God-given purposes. And then last week, Matt, he spoke to us about treasure And again, he said, in light of God's mercies, our response will be that we offer our treasure, our money, to him in worship. And I love that challenge that he brought to us, that we're not living for now. We don't live to store up treasures on earth, but we live with eternity in mind. We live with the big picture. And today, I'm going to talk to you about gifts and talents. And the appeal that I want to make to you this morning is this. Let us use our God-given gifts and talents for God-given purposes. So your talents, your gifts, your strengths, the things that make you who you are. And I don't know what you think of when I say the word gift or talent. Perhaps you don't think that you've got any gifts or talents. Perhaps you want some, but you're not sure what they are. Perhaps you know that you've got gifts and talents, but for whatever reason, they're hidden away. Maybe they've been buried underground. Maybe they've been buried with some disappointments and some circumstances that mean you've just hid them and that you don't use them. Perhaps you want to find out what your gifts and talents are and you're keen to serve, you're keen to get going, you're enthusiastic, but for whatever reason you haven't quite found the platform or the space or the opportunity to use your gifts. Or perhaps you are confident about your gifts and talents. You are right where God has called you to be. You're in the perfect place. And this morning, you're thinking, how can I stretch my gift? How can I step out with more confidence? How can I step in even further into the things that he's called me to do? And I don't know where you are this morning. I really don't. But God knows, doesn't he? He knows our whole story. He knows the story from beginning to now and all the way into the future. He knows you and loves you. So I would love for us just to pray together and ask God to come and speak to our hearts. So I'm going to say a line of the prayer, and I would love you guys just to pray it back to me so that we can pray it together corporately. Okay, Father God, thank you that you love me. 
Thank you that you've made me. Come and speak to me this morning. I want to know more of your grace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so this morning I've got two points for us. The first point is this, that all the gifts and talents that we have are given to us by God's grace. And the second one is this, all of our gifts and talents are for the building up of the body. So if you've got a Bible, could you turn to um, Romans chapter 12, and we're going to pick up the the chapter in verse 4, we're going to read verses 4 through to 8. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So Paul starts off this section in Romans by likening a group of Christians to the human body. So he says, we all have different things to do, but when we're together, we make a body. So just like my arm has a different role to my foot and a different role to my thumb, when you put all of those parts together, you have the body. And the body is another way for saying the church. Okay, And Christ, he's the head of the church, and you and me, we're the members of the body, we're the members of his church. And the purpose of the church is this. The purpose of the church is that we glorify Christ. Okay, so your purpose as an individual is that you bring glory to Christ. And our purpose together is that we bring glory to Christ. To make him wonderful and magnificent and glorious and beautiful. That's our purpose. That he is made known. And sometimes when the Bible talks about the body, it's talking about the global, international, generational spanning body that you and me became part of when we became Christians. And sometimes, like in this passage, Romans talk, um, Paul is saying to the Roman church, you are the body of Christ. It's in the local context, you collectively are the body. So we could take this passage and we could apply it to us at Hope Church. We could say this, although there's many members here in the room this morning, together we are Christ's body. And each of us in this room has a different function or task or purpose as part of that body. Each of us has a role to play. And God has created you, he's actually hardwired you to make a contribution to the body here and so you can reach out to the world outside. And he knows the way he's made us. He's made us all different. And one of the ways that he's made us is with different talents and different gifts. And we can see this in verse 6 when Paul goes on to say, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. 
And the word gift in the dictionary means a natural ability or talent. We might say things like, he really has a gift for business, or she's really gifted musically. And some of the synonyms for the word are things like ability, expertise, or strength. So each one of us here has different strengths to bring. And I know, like I said, I've been in the church a long time, and I know there's loads of strengths in this room. I know exactly who I would go to for a good cake. I know who I would go to for financial advice. I know who I would ask about my garden. And perhaps your talents are things like building, or dancing, or singing, or writing. Perhaps your talent is around numbers and accounting. And perhaps your strengths that you're a really good listener, that you communicate ideas really clearly, or perhaps you're just really fun and people just want to be around you because you're a good time. And we all have passions as well, don't we? You know, we have those passions that God's put in our hearts, the longings, the desires of our hearts, the things that we want to see happen, the thing thing that makes us excited. And he uses all of these things to make us who we are. Um, I don't know if any of you have met my middle sister, Becca. Um, About a year ago, she left Ipswich and she went to work in London for a big Christian charity called XLP. And XLP are a Christian charity that work with young people in London in some of the poorest boroughs there. And it's just amazing what they do. They go into schools, they go into assemblies, they have these big um, buses that are kitted out with Xboxes and Playstations, and they just drive them onto the estates, and the young people come and hang out with them, and they get to chat with them about some really good stuff. And if you talk to my sister, probably for more than about 30 minutes, she'll talk to you about young people, okay? She loves young people, that's her passion. And last time she was with me, I mean, John and I have got a teenager, so we're not so sure at the moment if we love young people. But um, she was saying to me, oh, Han, teenagers, they're just such a blessing. I wish that more people would know what a blessing they were. And another time she came to visit us and she said to my other sister, Tasha, right, we're going to go out, we're going to go for a prayer walk, we're going to pray for the young boys in Ipswich that are getting caught up in gangs, and we're going you know, to intercede for them. And she's really passionate about young people. And because of that, her gifts and her talents are kind of coming alive in her job. And if you know my sister, she's a great storyteller, she's a great encourager, she's loads of fun. And it's almost like this passion is bringing her gifts and talents into focus. It's like she's getting to practice them as she steps into all that she's passionate about. And Paul, in his letters, he also talks about spiritual gifts. Okay, So these are the gifts that are given to us through the Holy Spirit for the good of everyone else. It says in Corinthians, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And again, I've seen that in this church. I know that in this church we've been gifted with spiritual gifts. I've seen them in action on a Sunday morning. I've actually personally benefited from them. 
There's been times when I've needed someone, I've needed encouragement and someone's come alongside me and spoke words of encouragement. People have prophesied over me. And there's just been times where I've needed my brothers and sisters, I've needed my family to strengthen me. And people have used their spiritual gifts to do that. I can think of teaching that's impacted my life here. And we're so blessed, aren't we, that we get to operate here freely in the gifts of the Spirit. So what I want us to do now is I just want to look at the passage here and the gifts that Paul lists and see what he has to say about them to us. Okay, so the first gift that he mentions um, is the gift of prophecy. And he says, if your gift is prophecy, then do it in accordance with your faith. So what is the gift? Well, this is one of the supernatural gifts that we read about in the Bible And prophecy is essentially hearing the voice of God and then speaking forth or communicating the will of God to someone else. So what is the source of the gift? Well, it's grace. And grace is the free and unmerited favour of God. It's getting what we don't deserve. It's the grace that saved us. It's also the grace that we live in as disciples the grace that we walk in, the grace that helps us to be more like Jesus. So what are we to do with the gift? Well, he says we're to prophesy in accordance with our faith. And faith, simply put, is trusting in God. Okay, so it's not me trusting in myself and my abilities, but it's me trusting in God, in who he is and his abilities. And I just want to do a little book plug here. If this is one of the gifts that you think you might have, I would love you to read this book by Phil Wilfew called Developing Prophetic Culture. And it will give you some really good insight into how to grow that gift um, here when we're together like this, but also in small groups and one-to-one. That is a great, great book. So what is the gift for? The gift is for building up of others. Okay, it says in 1 Peter... God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Okay, the next gift that Paul lists is the gift of serving. And this is the gift to do things for other people or to care for other people really well. What is the source of the gift? Well, it's grace. What are we to do with the gift we're to serve, okay? If your gift is, to ser- is serving, then you serve. And what is the gift for? It's to build up others. And then he lists teaching. And he lists encouragement in exactly the same way. The source is grace. My responsibility is to use the gift. And they're all for the building up of others. Now, notice he didn't say, if your gift is serving, then I want you to teach. Okay? That would be like the I saying, I want to be a foot now. Okay? And an I being a foot, it wouldn't work very well. We wouldn't have much balance going on. Okay? I'm called to be me with my function and my gifts. And each of you is called to be you with your function and your gifts. And if the source of the gift is the grace that he's apportioned to us, then we get to trust the gifts that we've been given. We get to rest in them 
we get to have peace about it because he is the perfect gift giver. Okay, he's generous, he's kind, he's merciful, he loves giving us good gifts. It actually says in the Bible that we're eagerly to desire the gifts, which means we can go to the perfect giver and we can ask him, what are my gifts? Pour out gifts into my life so that I can be a blessing for other people. And we kind of have to guard ourselves, don't we, against comparison. I know I do. And comparison... It never really ends well, okay? If I look look around and I compare myself to other people, there's two things that can happen. One, I look around and I end up feeling really rubbish about myself, okay? And often when we do that, what we do is we withdraw from the body, okay? We look around and we think, no, there's no one like me, or I'm not as good as that person, and then we withdraw. We hide ourselves away from the body, The other thing that can happen with comparison is pride. I can look around and think, yeah, I'm I'm doing a good job here. I'm, I'm okay. And that can lead to pride. And what happens with pride is we stop realizing that we need the rest of the body. We start to think that we're the completion of the body on our own. And we don't need anyone else around us with different gifts and different strengths. And I remember this very funny story when John and I, we were new Christians and we went to small group and we were doing a study on the spiritual gifts and we had this piece of paper with a long list of all the gifts on and we had to go through and we had to kind of ask the Holy Spirit, you know, was there any of the gifts that we felt we had? And John, when we got home, said to me with great American gusto, well, I think I've got all the gifts. (laughs) And of course, as he's grown as a Christian, he's realised he hasn't got all the gifts. And we need other people around us. We need each other. And John Piper, he says it like this. The aim is not just me and my own gifts. I'm not aiming to perfect myself in my own lane, just me and Jesus. But my growth as a disciple and my growth in my gifting is very closely linked with how I'm interconnected with others. That's because we're made to be part of the body. Okay, so let's go back to our list of gifts. The next gift that he lists is giving. The source of the gift is grace. And as we heard last week, his appeal to us is that we give generously. We give with all that we've got. The next gift that he lists is lead, to lead. And he says, what I want you to do is I want you to lead diligently, which means I want you to take responsibility for your areas of leadership and I want you to do them really, really well, to the best of your ability. And whether that's in our families, our workplaces, our communities, whether it's here in the church, if we're called to lead, then we're called to lead diligently. And then the last gift that he says is the gift to show mercy, which means the gift to meet the needs of others or to minister to the hurt and the broken. And here he gives encouragement, probably because he knows the weakness. He says, keep going, do not grow weary, but keep ministering to others in love. Keep doing it with gladness. 
And lots of you here will have some of these gifts. Lots of you will have these gifts. And lots of you will have other gifts that are noted elsewhere in the Bible. All of the gifts are given to us by grace, and all of the gifts are for the building up of the body. And it's pretty countercultural, isn't it, to think of the gifts in this way? Okay, the world tells me that my gifts and my strengths and my talents, they're about me, they're about how successful I can be, how much money I can make, they're about how important I am. And he's t- the world tells me that my expressions, they're about me, they're about my happiness, my comfort, my security, my fulfillment. And what Paul says here is, no, all the gifts that I've given you, they're for glorifying God. And Rick Warren, who wrote A Purpose Driven Life, he says it like this. If you think your talents are simply for you to make a lot of money, retire and die, then you've missed the whole point of your life. God gave you talents to benefit others, not yourself. And God gave other people talents that benefit you. He goes on to say, when Christians use their gifts together to help each other, they actually bring glory to God. So using your talents for God-given purpose means serving others. Using your talents for God-given purposes means loving others. Using your gifts to bring comfort, to bring encouragement, to bring strength. Using your gifts to bring freedom and healing. And grace is the source of the gifts in every way, okay? We receive grace-given gifts from God. We receive them with faith. And then the grace becomes the source that helps us to use them. Okay, the gifts grow in us over time. We grow to walk in our gifts by his grace, just like a child. And any of you that have had a little baby or seen a little baby learning to walk, you start off as a parent like this, don't you? You're clutching them and they take these really wobbly, insecure steps. As they get a bit bigger, you're kind of doing this just to make sure that they don't fall. And then they get more confident, and then they start to walk, and then they start to run, and then they start to jump and leap and twirl. And as a parent, there's no time when they fall over and we say, right, that is it. You are never going to walk again. Right, come with me. I'm going to carry you till you're 20. That never happens, okay? As the mum and dad, we're like, yes, come on. We know you can do it. We know you're going to learn to walk. Okay, and it's like that with us and God. Like, when we use our gifts and talents, we definitely will make mistakes. I can think of loads of times where I've stepped out into something and it was completely wrong. It's part of learning. It's part of growing, God growing the gift in us. And at no time does God say, right, that is it. Do not use that gift again. I'm done with you. You messed up too many times. He's a God of grace, lavish, merciful, wonderful grace. That means we get to walk into all he's got for us. And the fact that the source is grace is like leaning back in faith into that grace. Okay, this is something that God's really been speaking to me about recently as I've stepped into some new stuff at work. He's just been saying to me, just lean back into my grace. Just lean back. And when I'm in this position, leaning into God's grace, then I can do my bits, the bits that I'm responsible for, 
but mainly it's about him, okay? He's there in all his sovereignty right behind me. And not only is the grace the source that we receive and use, but when we're in this position, leaning into God's grace, his grace actually flows out of us and through us and out to the people, out to the broken world around us. Let's just think about God's amazing, lavish, wonderful grace. The great mercy that he's shown us. The fact that he came to earth, he died for me, he poured out his whole life so that I get to be his daughter and you get to be his son. It is amazing. And when Jesus did that, he totally rescued us, he totally saved us, he brought us into family. Like we heard from Johnny this morning, that was so helpful. He brought us into family. He came and made us, knitted us together. And he made us righteous. He put us into relationship with the Father. He makes us completely new. And he did it for purpose, okay? God has plans and purposes for your life. And he wants to take your passions, your natural talents and gifts, your spiritual gifts, all that makes you who you are, and he wants to mould you and shape you into the person that he's created you to be. And it says in Ephesians, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So my appeal to us this morning is let us receive his grace so that we can use our gifts and talents for his purposes. Remember the chapter started in Romans 12? In view of his great mercy, let us offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is our reasonable act of worship. So I just want to read the passage to you again. I'm going to read it to you this time in the message version. In this way, we are like the various parts of the human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way round. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvellously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing others, ourselves with other people or trying to be who we aren't. Lord, I just want to thank you, Father, that you've made each of us unique, that you have given each of us in this room gifts and talents and spiritual gifts and you've given them to us for purpose and you've given them to us for um, the building up of our dear brothers and sisters in this room. Um, Now like I said at the beginning I don't know where you are this morning okay I don't know if you think you don't have any gifts or talents and you'd like to find out but I think there's an invitation this morning, I, really, I felt it through worship as well, for you to come and receive God's grace 
And he's the one that gives the gifts. And he would love to pour out gifts into your life. Perhaps you've hidden your gifts. Perhaps you know what your gifts are, but they're not being used because they've been hidden underground. Perhaps you don't feel like you fit the mold or you're not valuable. Well, this morning, he wants you to come out of hiding. Okay, He wants to meet you with grace so that you can come out of hiding and be all that you were created to be. Maybe you know your gifts and talents, but you haven't quite found the right platform, the right space for you to express them. And this morning, the God of grace wants to come and meet with you. God who brings peace and the God who makes a way. His grace makes a way for us to do the things he's called us to. Or maybe you know your gifts and talents and you're in the right place and you just want to pray that your gifts will be stretched and developed and sharpened. And again, the God of grace wants to meet with you. Grace that brings power. Grace that anoints you to do all the things that he's called you to do. Um, So what I would really love us to do this morning, it's a bit different from usual, but I would really like us to take this chance just to respond to what I've shared. Okay, so could you just close your eyes? Okay, it's just you and God now, okay? It's just you and God. And I want you just to posture your own heart in a place where you can receive from your Father in heaven. Okay, we've heard so much this morning about God's lavish, wonderful, amazing grace. And sometimes when we hear of his grace, he likes us to take a step of faith. So what I would like you to do now, it's just you and God remember, is as I say those four things that I've talked about this morning, if you feel that that's you, I would love you just to put your hand up. And it's just an act of faith. It's just saying, Lord, I know that's me and I trust you because you're the good giver. Okay, so is there, if there's anyone here who feels like they don't have any gifts or talents, they don't know what their gifts and talents are, then I would love you in faith just to raise your hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you give good gifts. You're the generous gift giver. And if you've put your hand up, I'd love you just to start to ask, talk to your father and ask him, what gifts have you given me? Just take this time to do business with God. Okay, if you feel like you've hidden your gifts, you know what your gifts and talents are, you know what you're passionate about, but for whatever reason, you've hidden them underground. I would love you to just raise your hand in faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for my dear brother that you will just bring his gifts out of hiding for your goodness and your glory and for our goodness and our benefit. Lord, will you just uncover the gifts that you have and bring them out of hiding? And what about those of you who are frustrated You're willing to serve, you want to serve, but you don't have the right platform, the space to run in your lane. I would love you in faith now just to lift your hand. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray, pour out your Holy Spirit on my dear brothers and sisters. Lord, I pray that you'll take away frustration, that you'll fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that you will give them open doors, I pray, open pathways, give them the right platform to do all the things that you've called them to. And I wonder if you know what your gifts are, but this morning you'd like a greater measure of that gift. I would love you just to raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. Thank you for the gifts and talents that you've given us. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, come in power right now. Rest on my brothers and sisters. Anoint them for all that you've gifted them for, all that you've called them into. I pray fresh anointing by your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. Please feel free to make a copy of this content, but please do not edit the content in any way.